Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Right before the show started yesterday, we got word that Richard Sherman was arrested and booked in Seattle, Washington. After hearing the 911 call, I have a lot of questions, an awful lot of questions, and they may not be questions that you expect. Coquel, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I truly don't know what to make of a clearly disturbing situation involving Richard Sherman, and I really don't know what to make about how things were initially handled by authorities. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. It's a gorgeous Thursday in the Anna Jared and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the humid Intracoastal. That man is Coquel. I am the other guy, Ken Levicka. We have you until 1 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. Late in today's show, we're going to be giving you a $50 gift card. Not just giving you. Fitty? Fitty, yes. Not just giving you. We're going to make you work for it. Giving you a chance to win a $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach, the craft brewery that is the sensation of Palm Beach County. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Richard Sherman, we even took a call on this yesterday. Uh, Richard Sherman was arrested in King County, Washington, uh, early yesterday morning. And so we were wondering at the time what had actually taken place. When we took to air yesterday, Coquel, we just knew that he had been arrested. We actually did not know any of the circumstances he was arrested on a charge of domestic violence burglary and we were wondering what does that mean once we actually heard that term and saw that term during the show and you hypothesize that hey it can go from something that is unbelievably serious to something that maybe seems a little bit not as serious uh, but certainly could be considered a felony Uh, what actually took place it appears falls into a realm of concerning but more so maybe for Richard Sherman than anybody around him. Uh, The details are like this. Uh, He apparently, and again, we are just taking what we've heard from news reports. We have not seen a police report on this yet, but he was extremely drunk. Uh, He had showed up to his in-laws' home and was threatening to commit suicide. He was threatening to hang himself his wife uh called 911 to report this uh richard sherman apparently got into a physical altercation the extent of which we're not quite sure a physical altercation uh with her uncle uh and police came uh he ended up being aggressive with police once they said they were going to arrest him and he appeared to resist arrest and that those are the major bullet points of what took place yesterday richard sherman of course the pro bowl san francisco 49ers corner the 911 call 
was released by KIRO in Seattle last night. And Coquel was the first person of the two of us to hear it. And you texted me last night, Coquel. Boy, uh, this is this is disturbing to listen to. Uh, and then I finally heard it, and I agree. Um, do we have it queued up, Coquel? Because we're going to go ahead, and I debated about whether or not we should do this, but I think it's important. Um, let's let's play what KIRO uh, released. And again, this is King County in Washington State. This is the nine one one call from Richard Sherman's wife to report uh, the Richard Sherman incident. Let's hear this. Nine one one. What are you reporting? Oh, I, I need I need officers to my house now. My husband is drunk and blizzard. What's the stop? Stop. Um, What's the address? Are there any weapons? Stop. We, are there we any took, we took, to no, me. there's no I'm, I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. There are you no, let, there are no weapons. You need to stop interrupting me. So well, let's stop it right there real quick. I mean, right away, I'm not quite sure why the 911 operator appears to be almost like sort of verbally sparring with Richard Sherman's wife. That's weird. I, I, I that that seems a, a little bit off. Let's keep let, let's keep listening to this. And can I just be clear yeah. on something before we do? Like we're not. There is a lot of attack on police forces go on and mm-hmm. and, a, and and a rifle. So I think accountability that's demanded often. That's not what we're trying to do here. A lot. We're, I'm at least for myself trying to understand why the person spoke to her like that. Yeah. Like, what is the why? Because I understand being cold. And not being emotional, but it's almost the opposite where it's emotional and angry. Well, let's let's listen to the rest of this, because I think that this is a, an educational experience for myself, and I think for Coquel as well. Let's just listen to the the, the rest of this 911 call from Richard Sherman's wife. We, are there we any, took, listen to no, there's no I'm, I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. There are you no, let, there are no weapons. You need to stop interrupting me so I can get the information I need to get officers. I need officers here now. What's he doing this, that you think he's going to harm he's, himself? He's being, he's, he's being aggressive. He has sent text messages. I took, the, I took the keys out. They're in your car. He's trying to leave now in the house. He's being aggressive. He's wrestling with my uncle. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. He, and he's saying that if the police show up, that so please don't shoot is what I'm asking. Okay, wait. Say that again. He, has if, no he says if the he police has, show up. He said if the police show up, that he'll try to fight them. So they okay. need to understand that he is. He is. Just stop it right there, real okay. quick. That is striking. That Richard Sherman has the wherewithal, apparently, to. Uh, he's saying if the police show up, I will try to fight them, but also understand that he's not armed, so the police don't shoot him. I think. You're misinterpreting that. I think Richard Sherman's telling his wife, you call the cops, I'm going to fight the cops. So she's trying to make sure that they know he's unarmed. As you know, my family is a a mixed family, and I've been in a situation where we had to call the police, and my wife, that was one of the things she kept saying to me, make sure they know that he's not unarmed, make sure they know that Mm -hmm. the person's unarmed. And I was like, what's the difference? And then I've learned over the last few years what the difference really is. Gotcha. So I think that's more her concern coming out of, I need help, but I'm scared of the help as well. Okay. Which, is a, which is a huge problem for a, a lot of America. No, that's good perspective. I I definitely was misinterpreting how that may have come up. All right, let's hear let's hear more. Yes. Okay. Is that physical with anybody there? You said he's trying to fight yes, your uncle. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. How has it been physical? He just tried to fight him. 
trying to fight somebody and actually being yes, physical did, two different things. How has it time. been physical? <laughs> it's, a, it's a 2016 black Mercedes. Richard, please stop. Richard, please stop. Please stop. Is that a sedan SUV? It's, a, it's just a black sedan Mercedes SUV. Okay. He's not going to be able to get out the gate. I cut it off. What do you mean you cut it off? I cut the gate. We live behind it. It's, it's Richard Sherman. Like, ma'am, this is like a f emergency. I need officers hey, here listen now. Listen to me. I'm handling this. You need to stop telling me that. I'll tell you what I'm not going to slow help down. Talking to me is not going to slow help down. Okay. Well, what I need to know is that he What's your name? My name is Ashley Sherman. Do you know what his date of birth is? 33088. Okay. Slow down so I can understand you. What's the date of birth? March 30th, 1988. So there's a lot to unpack from that. But my my biggest takeaway is uh, I am mind blown at how confrontational the the 911 operator appears to be. And here's my question. And I'm really for for those who have unfortunately and this is me being really lucky. And thank God, I've never had to call 911 for any other situation other than witnessing a car accident or being a part of a car accident. That is God's honest truth. And again, that's lucky on my part. That's lucky. That's not a badge of honor. That's just lucky. But for those who have had to make very serious 911 calls, for those that are dispatchers or 911 operators, which I know is a high-pressure job, I completely understand, or law enforcement. Was the 911 operator in that call last night out of line, or was she appropriate given the urgency and uh, the severity of the matter? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. The operator in the Richard Sherman 911 call uh, the way that she handled Richard Sherman's wife, was that appropriate or was it out of line? Because to me, it seemed confrontational at times and needlessly so. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And Coquel, I honestly don't know the protocol for that and i understand trying to get all of the information possible trying to inform the officers of uh, as much as you can but honestly what does richard sherman's birthday matter well i don't understand what his birthday actually matters in that situation when you have someone threatening to kill himself who's obviously drunk i guess just as a way to identify him i i suppose but again like i don't i don't see why that has to be something in the moment that's needed wouldn't law enforcement be able to get the birthday from uh, and richard sherman's wife is ashley ashley moss as the seattle times put it she identified herself as ashley sherman but wouldn't that be something you could just get after the fact and it, it seems especially at the beginning of the call uh, richard sherman's wife is being interrupted while apparently what would appear to be her trying to give information it just seemed like the 911 operator was hindering some of the progress that could have been made obtaining information. The 911 operator with the Richard Sherman 911 call. 
Was she out of line or appropriate given the urgency of the matter? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. I'm genuinely asking because for me, that seemed counterproductive to me. There were parts of that that seemed wildly counterproductive in what appeared to be a life or death moment, or at least that's what Richard Sherman's wife thought it was going to be. Was he going to kill himself or not? Not other people, but himself. Again, I don't mind the coldness of it. It's that confrontation. There's like an edge to yeah, it. Yeah, there's almost like a causing them to talk back and forth over each other rather than just listening and then yeah. saying, okay, this is the information I need. I was hoping that, that this man would call. Let's go to uh, <laughs> Damon in Delray. Damon, my man, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Thank you uh, for, for weighing in on this. What? How, yeah. how how did this, uh, what were your, as someone who I know, you were in law enforcement, that 911 operator, did she help or hinder that situation? Uh, a, a little bit of both. What, what she failed to tell her, especially toward the end, was, to calm her down and say, listen, no, 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 they're on their way, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, relax. Just, you know, that's what they're trained to do. At, in the beginning when she interrupted her and she goes, what's the ad- what's this? That I didn't have a problem with that. But then after a while, you are trained to, like, try and calm the person down. They are. And, um, and then she should have told them, no, it's not, you know, they're on their way. Don't worry. You know, just, you know, what's he doing now? You know, um, you know what's happening right now. You know, you get a little bit more information, but she should have assured the lady because the lady's concern was just please get them out here. Yeah. She should have said they're on their way, which they were. Yeah, but she just didn't communicate that, and yeah, that that was that that's a mistake. You know, you're supposed to. If she has to interrupt to get vital information, that's fine. But after that, she's supposed to you know keep the person on the line as calm as she can, but assure them, don't worry, they're on their way, you know. Because, Damon, so I didn't think that Richard Sherman's wife was um, was hysterical in any no, way. Like, no. I thought she was pretty lucid she, and clear with what she was trying to convey. She didn't do nothing wrong. It was, it's the, that, that woman is trained to do that. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're trained to deal with people that are, you know, hysterical. Sure. So, and, Damon, yeah, I she, appreciate the that, insight. That is that is exactly what I was looking for with that. Uh, it, the 911 operator, was she out of line or was that appropriate? And, uh, again, like, I'm I'm trying to learn here, Coquel. And like you said earlier, like, we're not trying to bag on anybody, certainly not law enforcement, because I think these days uh, it could be construed as, up. Oh, Ripping on the police, but no, like the nine one one operator. Like we're not talking about the officers that responded. In fact, one of the officers apparently, if you read the Seattle Times story, uh, connected with Richard Sherman by saying, "Hey, I used to valet your car back in the day," and that's what got Richard Sherman to calm down and ease the situation. But then once he found out he was going to be arrested, that's when he started to become physical with the officers, and that's when he resisted arrest. Again, according to reports. But I also wonder, and and this is just me speculating, I want to be clear, this is just me speculating, if part of the arrest, yes, there's that charge there, but part of that arrest comes from a Baker Act situation. There could be that. There's also the drinking and driving that appears to be happening. Yeah, there. yes, there is There is also a report that Richard Sherman may have been driving in a, a closed lane of the highway that was under construction, may have struck a barrier as well. Uh, so there more, may be more charges tacked on as they find out more. But in the moment, like I feel like that is absolutely a Baker Act situation. And if they couldn't actually execute a Baker Act, having him denying him the bail until he meets with the judge gives time for these evaluations mm-hmm. and these things to take place. I, 
would be my thoughts. Uh, and and Richard Sherman's wife, uh, before we get back to the calls here, Richard Sherman's wife did talk to the Seattle Times and said, quote, at this time we're going to make no statements except he didn't harm anybody. My kids were not harmed in the incident. He's a good person. This is not his character. We're doing all right, just trying to get him out. I want people to know no one was injured. Uh, I, I did get the sense at times yesterday that there were some that were celebrating the fact that the outspoken, intelligent black man Richard Sherman was arrested. He's going to get his. Like, it certainly felt like that was in some of the worst corners of social media, the case yesterday. But it seems like, and the drinking and driving, he was a danger. If that is indeed what happened, he was a danger. But it certainly seemed like Richard Sherman was more a danger to himself based on that 911 call than he was to anybody else. And it certainly seems like Richard Sherman needs an awful lot of help. The 911 operator in the Richard Sherman call, was she out of line or was it appropriate based on the urgency of that call? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and as always on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. I hope I'm getting this right. I apologize if it's butchered. Joni Lynn in Port St. Lucie? Yes. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for 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 calling uh, the the nine one one operator. Uh, was was that appropriate or was that a, a little bit out of line? Yes, the nine one one operator that she failed to handle that situation. All she needs to do first is get the name and the location and yep. dispatch the police immediately. That's it. Without any talking different to the to the wife, she need to understand the the wife feeling. Yeah. She was a really a little bit uh, nervous, so she know better. So Joni Lynn, so That's so there there needs to be. Uh, and again, I don't know uh, anything about nine one one operator training, and I know it's high stress and it's a thankless job. I completely get that. But it, within that training, if you it, uh, and I don't know uh, what your your relationship is to nine one one operators, if you are one or have been one or no one, but it feels like there needs to be a little bit of compassion there. No. Yes, and definitely she needs a refresher's course. Yeah, yeah. Because the urgency of the call, uh, we can save lives, everything. She needs first the, the location and the name before yeah. the date of birth. Yeah, the date of birth seemed because completely needless to me at that point. Like, that's something you could probably get after the fact, and appreciate it, Joni Lynn. And again, this is just me as someone who, if I ever need to call 911 for something more than just a traffic, like a minor traffic accident, like for me, it would be reassuring if I am, (laughs) this is going to sound so wussy of me, but if I'm handled with care (laughs) as opposed to, as opposed to what could uh, be construed as tense, construed as confrontational, construed as interruptive, like I couldn't operate in a pressure situation like that. Like I couldn't be giving the correct information and be clear and concise if I'm being interrupted consistently because I feel like that's where the person calling, that's where frustration could take over, and that doesn't help anybody. Also, there's clearly a domestic situation going on. There's clearly someone who's not mentally right, and there was, there was, she even mentioned violence. Why are you upsetting the person on the phone, especially when the person could be 
in the room. Richard right. Sherman, you hear, I think it's him in the background. I, I, I think it appears to be. So if she starts getting upset, he may now get upset. Now yeah. you're making that whole room that much more combustible in a situation where someone's already said they're threatening to kill themselves. The part where where he's confrontational with um, with her uncle when he's at the in-laws, he's trying to break into her in-laws' house, it almost felt like, based on that call, the uncle was trying to keep Richard Sherman from leaving the house and that's where the confrontation was coming in that is what it sounds like and again the burglary could be just taking the car without permission like that we yeah, don't, we don't know what it is or right. what he had there and the domestic violence is just someone in your family mm-hmm. you had an issue with again, and, it, and not, it could be millions dollars worth just saying but yeah. that's what it could be we're just going by what we have heard in that 911 call and read reports of of what took place uh ken is in west palm ken you're on ken levick alive what's up bud Hey, I was just explaining why she actually date of birth. There's, okay. So she can so she can uh, trim down the name and get a see if he had a history. There's any violence oh, or, or if this it. is an ongoing thing, so they can relay that to the officers got responding, it. so they know how to respond appropriately and that keep is, and keep them safe, okay? right? In yeah. case there was an issue. Yeah. You can, that is Perfect. excellent, uh, and it makes a ton of that. sense. Ken, really appreciate that. All right. Enjoy. Be yep. good. Uh, that that's yeah that that makes an awful lot of sense. Like again, and this is me, uh, and we we I'd like to think we do this a decent amount. If we don't know, like we're gonna say we don't know. Like at first, I feel like that's confrontational, and I question why the operator is doing what she's doing. And I still think there were parts that were needlessly confrontational, not diffusing a situation, but especially asking about the date of birth. That's fair. Like no, that's that makes completely sense fair. That's a background check. That, that And that is something that absolutely should happen because the safety of the officers also becomes a priority in that spot completely. And all in all, it does seem like the officers did well and did their job and prevented this from becoming tragic. And instead, it's something where Richard Sherman's going to live to see another day. His family comes out unscathed physically. And fortunately, if he was indeed driving drunk, everybody on the road was able to come out of this unscathed. Uh, but it, 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 I just, I always wonder about protocols and how things are handled. And it didn't seem like this was 100% what they would want if they were to listen back and critique the 911 operator. And that's the thing. And I, I'm glad you keep saying that we're trying to learn. And because I don't know, I, you don't know, we don't know. And police force is an industry that is under attack, and again, sometimes rightfully so, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you want to ask and you want to learn, but it's also a sensitive issue for for those reasons. Yep. I told you before the show. I texted my buddy who's an officer, and he's like, "Why do you always text me only when it's this stuff?" And it's like, "Well, I just want to learn. I'm not accusing. I'm well, not saying right or wrong. I, yeah. I'm just trying to learn." So I can make a fair judgment of what's right or wrong or, or, or think of a way things could be handled better. Well, my suggestion to you is you should text him and just see how his family's doing occasionally. No, he's a big dope muscle head. He doesn't <laughs> need all that. Uh, Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And it'll be uh, Coach Pete, Joni McCalley, former Duke 
women's college basketball coach, former Michigan State women's basketball coach, a ton of success, a ton of league titles, went to the national championship game in 2005 with Michigan State. She's going to be speaking to the FAU MBA Sport Management Program classes on July 22nd, 7 p.m. It's open to the public. Find out more, fau.edu slash sport, fau.edu slash sport, and tomorrow here on Ken Levick Alive, uh, Coach McCalley is going to join the show. So she has some great perspective on working alongside Coach K, working alongside Tom Izzo, and she spent a vast majority of her 30 years in coaching battling bipolar disorder, which I hate to say it, is probably um, a, a very legitimate um, conversation to have coming off of what appears to be happening just from a mental health standpoint with Richard Sherman from what we've heard from that 911 call. It's also just an interesting conversation because sometimes we have people in these positions of power that are responsible for keeping everybody else in mm-hmm. the right spot. Might be myself even as a mm-hmm. much smaller level than a two coach. I'm a, as a high school coach while battling my own mental health issues at the same time, I, but you have to be there for everybody else. It's an, it's an interesting dichotomy. I'm, I'm excited for her to come on. So again, July 22nd, 7 p.m., uh, Coach McCalley, jo- uh, Joanne McCalley, speaks to the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, that's fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Get yourself pre-registered to be there. fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And tomorrow on Ken Levick Alive, Joanne McCalley, Coach P., as uh, those in the college basketball world know her, she'll be here on Ken Levick Alive. Before we go to break, um, if you do find yourself uh, when you hear the news about Richard Sherman being arrested, someone who is very outspoken about equality, someone who is very outspoken uh, about Black Lives Matter, someone who is very outspoken about a lot of things, uh, someone who is Stanford educated, someone uh, who tends to not stay in his lane, if you will, speaks outside of football an awful lot. If you find yourself um, feeling in any way good about what's happening to Richard Sherman, you need to reevaluate your um your life. Not just your priorities, but your life. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. When we return, the NBA Finals is now a best of three. Which team has the edge? He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.